Welcome to the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter where you're at in the world, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehab therapist so today we're going to be talking about marketing and the customer cycle but before we do so just a big announcement that i have that um you know you guys that listened to the last week up still already know about but on saturday april 1st we are hosting our very first marketing boot camp titled how to take control of your marketing and fill your schedule with clients who are happy to pay what you are worth. So what we're going to be doing that day is um, spending a couple hours, a few hours with you all, just sharing uh, in, in, in a great amount of depth how we built a successful marketing strategy in a way that you can do that for your business as well. And most importantly, how the marketing just helps to fuel the business and how it helps just put everything in place that it's going to feed the business into being successful, even from a perspective of you being able to charge more for your uh, appointments, charge what you're worth, especially if you feel like you are undercharging, and of course, attracting the clients who are going to be very happy to pay you for their services, okay? So go ahead and follow the link on the show notes, register for the uh, marketing bootcamp today, and what I'll say about it too is... Uh, hurry up and register as soon as you can because the first 25 registrants, okay, are going to get a few special bonuses. The first 25 registrants are going to get a social media calendar template for the months of April, May, and June that you can use for your own business. You're also going to get five different plug-and-use templates for a community event retractable banner that, once again, you can just customize, pick whichever one works for you and, and change the logo, the color scheme, the message, and this and that. But it just makes life a whole lot easier for you so you don't have to build one from scratch. And also a checklist just like the one we use at the K9PT on how to put together a community event, okay? So that's going to be the bonus for the first people who register for the marketing bootcamp. Then I'm also going to mention that I want to make sure that you're getting the most out of the marketing bootcamp. And I know that even though a replay is going to be available for those who register for the events, I know you're going to get more out of it if you can join us live. And because of that, I'm gonna give a little incentive for you to join us live. So those who join us live on April 1st, you're also gonna get a few special bonuses that all together are priced at $47, okay? But you're gonna get it for free, where you're gonna get 30 different plug-and-use social media post templates that basically, uh, uh, you just literally, we're going to give those to you. You just plug, change whatever you want on those and you use it super easy. Also going to give you the same style template for a 12 page testimonial booklet that we use for our marketing as well. Basically allowing you to take some of your success stories and turning that into a booklet that you can use to showcase to people telling the story on how you help uh, uh, the pets around your area. And also 
an in-depth marketing plan also that you're going to be able to customize that to your own business. So all of that you're going to be able to get for free if you join us live on April 1st. Okay, so hopefully that's enough incentive for you guys. But more than anything else, I'm just super excited uh, to host this marketing bootcamp. It has been something that I've been wanting to do for a while. Just haven't had the opportunity to do so. And I'm, 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 I'm super excited to, to bring this knowledge, to bring this information to you all. Okay, so go ahead and follow the link in the show notes. And if you know someone else, a colleague, uh, um, you know, someone else in the field who benefit from it, please go ahead and share with them too you know that if you can do me a big favor that'll be it share that on your social media or share directly the link with them you know if it's someone that you know you know that would mean a lot and i'll really appreciate that okay so today as i alluded earlier we're going to talk about marketing about what i call real marketing but how that ties up to the customer cycle okay so Last week, we talked about the difference between advertising and marketing, okay, and how those things are different and how we tend to confuse sometimes marketing with advertising and what I define as real marketing, okay? So then the question becomes, how do we go about building this real marketing strategy? And that's where the customer cycle comes into hand because everything needs to have your customer uh, 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 being the centerpiece, being like who you're thinking about when you're designing everything related to the business. You have to think about how is this going to benefit your client? How is this going to benefit your customer? And that's where the customer cycle, the client journey, however you want to call it, come into hand. So the first step of that customer cycle is how you're going to acquire, you know, what we call in marketing the lead. So the lead is someone who is basically uh, raising their hand, you know, hypothetically speaking, and saying, hey, I'm interested in your services, right? So how do you acquire that lead? How do you get someone to uh, uh, contact you, contact your business, whichever way it is, as a potential customer, okay? So the first thing when we're building a real marketing strategy that we got to do is dive deep into figuring it out who is this target audience that you're trying to attract okay and that's very different from probably what uh, uh most of us have learned about marketing because we think that oh we just opened this canine rehab business or we know we're just mobile and we're seeing patients whatever it may be so now let me go out to the world let me reach out to every veterinary clinic in town and tell them hey i'm here offering canine rehabilitation Okay, but we got to actually define our target audience and we got to realize that we can't actually help everyone. We can only help those people who want to be helped by us. And that can be a very tough mindset to change because by nature, the reason why basically all of us got into this field is because we want to help people. We're gonna, we want to help their pets and we are very empathetic when it comes to that. So it's very hard for us sometimes to realize that you know what we can only help the people who actually want to be helped by us but defining your target audience is going to help you take that step forward into figuring out okay who is the people that i can help that actually want to be helped by me and that's going to be who you're going to craft your message towards that's going to be the person who you're going to be speaking to uh, 
Every time you're creating any piece of marketing content, anytime you post on social media, anytime you create a marketing brochure, every time you have conversations during your community events, the message that you put on the website and so forth, it's going to come having that target audience in mind and figuring out what's the message that they want to hear from you. Okay, because hopefully by now you realize that we can't just be marketing canine rehabilitation. Okay, like I, I keep pounding on that key over and over again. So hopefully by now you're realizing that, that like people have no idea what canine rehabilitation means. And even if they do think it is something that, you know, they understand, they really don't. Because they take to think it's just underwater treadmill and laser and this and that and whatnot. Right. What people are really looking for are not for those things. What they're really looking for is for someone who has the solution to their problems, someone who can help their pets. And to do so, you're going to need to understand who you're talking to from a very deep level. You're going to need to understand, you know, what we call their demographics. You're going to need to understand what we call their psychographics and how their pet's injury, their pet's condition is really affecting their day-to-day. Then once you really dive deep into that, which, you know, it may sound very simple, but it is it is actually a fun exercise, at least for me it is. I like that kind of stuff. I like understanding the psychology behind things. But it, 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 it does take a while. It's not something that in 30 minutes you're going to push it through and figure this out. But you got to start somewhere. But once you understand your target audience from the inside and out, then you're going to be able to craft the message that you're going to get across to them. And, and, and here is something to keep in mind, guys. A marketing message done right is not about who you attract, but most important, importantly, it is about who you don't attract. Does that make sense? A good marketing message is not just about attracting the people who you want to attract, but also not attracting those people who you do not want to attract. And once again, we can't help everyone. And it's okay for our marketing message to be more specific. Okay? So once you figure it out how to communicate with your target audience... And of course, who the target audience is, then the next step on the customer cycle is for you to figure it out how we're actually going to get in front of them, right? Because somehow they got to find us. They got to find us in some way, and then we can deliver that message to them. Okay, so how do we go about that? There are many ways that you can kind of like go about that. Now, I also keep pounding on the same key again that I want you guys to have control over where your leads are coming from. Okay? I'm not saying it's bad to build a business that is centered around veterinary referrals or word of mouth referrals. But you got to understand the downside of those things is that you don't have any control over it. Let's say you build a very good base with veterinary referrals around you. 
well, what's it, what will happen if this big, large specialty center who has been sending you all their post-op TPLOs for years suddenly decides to have their own rehab department and they're going to keep those patients in-house now? And that was a big source of your veterinary referrals. What are you going to do? Or what are you going to do with the, with the local general practice clinic who now is offering laser therapy and because of that, they're going to choose to keep those in-house, even though you have to offer much more than just laser, they're going to prefer to keep those in-house because of that. So you got to combine those unpredictable lead generation. So you still got to build those up, but you got to combine those with the lead generation that you can have control over. And the best way to do so is to figure out how to make Google work for you. Because the best thing about Google is that if you figure out how to make it work for you, then you're going to have full control over your marketing because you're not relying on someone else sending you business. You're going to take control of the narrative on what's, being sp uh, uh, what's the message that is getting to them about what you do and about how you help them. Because from Google... They're going to go to your website. From Google, they're going to read your Google reviews. Like that, those things are going to start telling them how you can help them. Okay. Now, the one thing I hear all the time is that, well, I've tried Google. I've tried especially Google paid ads and it didn't work. And I'm not going back to it because I spent a lot of money on it. What we got to understand that also Google's job is not to get people to contact you. Google's job is to get your website in front of people. And then from that point on, your website needs to be developed in a way that it gets your message across. The message that we talked about in the first part. And it doesn't mean that you need to have the most expensive, well-designed, website that you spend thousands and thousands of dollars on but what that website needs to be it's functional that website needs to get the message across on how you can help them how you are the solution to their problems and how they can take that next step in the relationship with you okay And there's nothing wrong with trying to build your network around you. I still highly encourage that. There's nothing wrong with building relationship with veterinary clinics. I highly encourage that as well. But I want you to have control of your marketing. And here's the beauty that I've realized over time too, is that once I understood the message that I was trying to get across, it made much easier for me to network with other businesses or doing community events because I was able to relate to people, to the pet owners in a way that I wasn't able to before because then I wasn't sitting at a community event talking about uh, uh, our laser or my training and credentials and stuff. I was having conversations about their problems and how I can help them. Or when I started doing lunch and learns for veterinary clinics, I wasn't boring the crap out of them by talking about the physiology on how laser affects their body, on how this and how that kind of stuff. No, I was crafting the message to the veterinary clinics that connected with them.
so they could understand what canine rehabilitation really entails and how it can really help their uh, their clients and their pets. And it, and it was very interesting over the years then building those relationships and afterwards talking a little bit more with those veterinary partners and then telling me that how helpful my lunch and learn presentation was to them because before that they thought that you know rehab was literally just about putting a dog in the water treadmill and doing some laser or doing some acupuncture or whatever it may be that's what they thought it was for a lot of them okay so hopefully you understand why really taking the time to craft your message is so 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 important Okay, and those are the principles on how you start to develop your real marketing strategy. Now you have your message, now you know your audience, and now people can find you. But once again, what does it happen once they found you? What does it happen once they contact your clinic, potentially interested in your business? Do you think they're going to be ready to book an evaluation right away? Okay. Do you think, even though they might already at that point have a better understanding of how you can help them, or I should say they should have a better understanding of how you can help them if your message is getting across, but do you think they're going to be ready right away to pay you more than what they can pay for another place doing, quote-unquote, the same thing to you that you're doing, canine rehab, but charging half of what you're charging, right? We got to understand that marketing is going to create this inquiry. It's going to create this lead, this potential new customer, someone inquiring about what you do and how you can help them. But now, the next step on the customer cycle, it's got to involve selling. It's got to involve nurturing them into becoming a paying customer okay and always remember that just because they found you just because they heard of you or even contacted you it does not mean that they're ready to book an evaluation someone needs to talk them through that process explain how you can help them give a framework and then nurture their relationship with them because if you don't combine that nurturing process along with the real marketing, then you're still going to struggle to charge what you're worth. Those things got to go hand in hand. They got to go hand in hand. Hopefully by now you see how that message starts the conversation, but now you need to have a nurturing system that's going to allow people to build their relationship with you. And the way you do that is by developing a nurturing system that's going to combine some automated processes like automated emails and such, along with an actual person who gets on the call with them and builds the relationship with them and then continues to follow up with them after the first phone call. And I shared some of uh, uh, how that takes place on our podcast episode just a couple of weeks ago, the one on where uh, uh, I answer your questions. 
but hopefully for some of you guys who maybe just jumped in into being a podcast listener more recently and you haven't listened to some of the previous episodes you start to understand how those pieces of the puzzle comes together and you start seeing the bigger picture on why it is so important on handling that first call correctly that it's not about just spending five minutes with people just spelling out what you do and your price and just telling them hey call me when you're ready to book an appointment i mean if it's going to be about that then you just got to settle with the fact that you're going to have a ceiling you're going to have a ceiling of how much you can charge and you're not going to go above that and if you're okay with that then that's fine but if you want to break that ceiling you're going to have to figure it out how to handle that phone call how you are, if you're a one-person show, doing that. And then if you're not a one-person show, how are you going to train your staff to do that? And how are you going to build a nurturing system around it? Because for all of it to come together, those things are going to have to come hand-in-hand. Okay, so we got through the first part of the customer cycle with the lead conversion. We got through the second part of the customer cycle now with the... The, the, I'm sorry, we got the first part, the lead acquisition. The second part, the lead conversion through the nurturing process and the phone call. Okay, and now we go to the third part. Okay, now people have found you. Now people have booked an appointment with you. But do you think that just because they booked an evaluation... Do you think that means they're ready to commit to a full package or a full plan of care with you? Do you think they're ready to spend now $1,500, $2,000 plus dollars with you? No. <laughs> like, yes, life would be so much easier if that was the case. Our job as canine rehab therapists would be so much easier if people just got it from the get-go and understood that, yes, we only want to help them, we want what's best for them or for their pet, but for us to be able to do so, we need to charge X amount of money and everyone would be happy. Like, in it, like wouldn't that be easy? But unfortunately, that's not how it works. So we got to remember that just like someone is just like someone is not ready to book an appointment just because they found us and contact us, most folks are not going to be ready to commit to your fees and your program until you're able to not only see them for an evaluation and build that trust, build that confidence in you, but then until you can show it to them how it is that you're going to help, how you're going to help them. And I'm not talking how you're going to help them in terms of the modalities of service, in terms of the underwater treadmill, in terms of the laser, the pinth, the shockwave, and this and that. No, I'm talking about the results and the value that you're going to bring to their lives. Because ultimately, that's what matters to them. Right? So when I'm talking about figuring out how you're going to structure evaluation, I don't mean from a clinical aspect. Most of you guys know how to structure an evaluation, how to do a subjective, how to do an objective, how to develop a plan of care. Like, we know this. But a lot of us struggle with how we communicate that to the client. 
and how we put everything together in a framework that shows it to them how it is that we're going to help them. And ultimately, that's what the pet owner wants to understand. Okay? Like, once again, I'm going to be brutally honest here, but they don't care that you just spend $30,000 on a class 4 laser or a shockwave machine or $50,000 on a brand new underwater treadmill. They could care less about that. And most of them don't even care about all the time, all the energy, all the money you put into all the letters behind your, your name. I'm sorry, but they don't care about that. All they care is to know if you can help their pet. And if they understand, if you present to them how you can help their pet in a way that they understand, then they're going to be happy to not only commit to that plan of care, but to pay you what you are worth. Okay? Is that is that making sense now how marketing is just much more than just getting leads and inquiries and how it helps really build the whole system. It helps fuel the whole business. Okay, is that making sense right now? And not only that, but keep in mind too that we know that the best the best way we can give people results is for them to, of course, complete the plan of care, right? If they come and they see us once or twice and then they drop off, that doesn't do anyone any good. So learning how to communicate and learning how to sell this to them should be, if you really think about it, should be your moral obligation for them to be able to deliver to them what they're actually looking for, right? Like, hopefully that puts, like, selling a little bit into perspective on how important that is. That you're not doing this to them, you're doing this for them. You're doing this for their own benefit. Alright? And there is actually one last piece of this full customer cycle, which is turning those clients then into lifelong customers. And I'm going to be sharing that along with much, much, much more during our marketing bootcamp. So if you want to learn more about how to build a real marketing strategy for your business, along with a customer cycle that fills your schedule with clients who are happy to pay what you're worth, then please go ahead and follow the link and register for our marketing bootcamp this April 1st. I promise you that it will change how you view marketing within your business. And it's going to show you that there is a way for you to be profitable and fulfilled as a canine rehab therapist business owner. That you don't have to settle for less. That you can help pets, but still build a business that works for you. So I hope to see you there. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Canine PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for Canine Rehabilitation Therapists. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at 
hello at k9ptacademy.com. That's hello at k9ptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to k9ptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheet, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.